Hi, everyone. This is P.K. Anderson, author, publisher, uh, podcaster, and safety professional. So I have made it to day 53, and it's one of the coldest ones we've had this month, or I guess in the last few weeks because of spring and spring in the Northwest. So I have a couple thoughts about this challenge, and I will be right back. Thanks for joining me today. This is P.K. Anderson. I am an author, po- podcaster, publisher. I always like stumble over that title. And of course, a safety professional. And today I'm at day 53 in my 100 day dress challenge. And I'm here with Shitty Kitty. She's uh, hanging with me today and being a real pain in the cutie. So. She does not like me talking, actually. Um, So, too bad for her. I'm going to record the podcast anyway. And she's right in my face letting me know she's not appreciative of it. So, day 53, I saw some interesting things. And um, we've had quite a few women in the 100-Day Dress Challenge, at least posting to the Facebook group page that have all completed their 100 days and they're continuing on either to do another 100 days with another dress or uh, just continuing on. Some women are even trying to wear their dress for an entire year. And then there's the other women that are doing the Project 3333, which if I understand it correctly, you are getting a capsule wardrobe at the end of that challenge of 33 pieces. Now, I can't fathom that at all. I would, uh, I'm not sure how I would get down to 33 pieces. I mean, even 33 pairs of shoes would be a huge stretch for me. So I'm just trying to focus on the 50 gazillion boxes that I have um, that I'm trying to downsize and get rid of so that my house looks normal and that all of my clothes will fit in my dress, my multiple dressers and my closet. And so that's where my focus is. It's probably not as fast as my husband would like because I have a lot of clothes. And as I mentioned in earlier podcasts, because of having a house fire, while it influenced me to get rid of all the tchotchke type stuff, um, and little sort of trinkets and stuff or uh, crafty type things. I'm more of an electronic person now. Um, it has not influenced me with the clothing because we've had a, I've had a really rough week. And what do I do when I've had a really rough week? I end up spending money and I spent money on some clothes. So I'm... And I know that's what I do, and I try to stop myself, but the minute I start watching something like QVC or whatever, my husband's working nights, so I just like drift through, there's nothing on TV, I don't want to read a book, I don't want to do one of my electronic jigsaw puzzles, so instead, I'm like, oh, let's watch Fashion Night In on QVC, and next thing you know, I've ordered a couple items, and... I do it almost mindlessly, so it's kind of scary to me. 
But I've been better. I've been returning some of those things when they arrived to my door. But I remember seeing a therapist a few years ago, um, and she encouraged me not to invite the temptations in. So you get clothing magazines, you put them right in the trash. You get um, the urge to watch QVC, you block that channel so you don't watch it, and or HSN or whatever it is. Me, my biggest temptation has actually become Amazon because I have a couple things that I'm concerned about. One, my stepdaughter is going to be getting married this summer. She just recently became engaged, so I've gone through an engagement now in my Mara dress, as people say, you know, all of your life milestones. And um, I'm panicking about what to wear. One, it's really hard as a plus-size woman to find a dress that's flattering for you. Two, they jack up the prices on those dresses. So what normal-sized people would probably pay 20 dollars less for women of plus size have to pay much more so it's that um bait and switch you see a cute style on a regular size woman but then when you get into plus size somehow it turns into a very unflattering stack but there are so few options out there because it's going to be a wedding that's in a church and then an outdoor reception we don't live in a fancy town, so I can't be too over-the-top fancy, so I'm struggling with that. It's kind of interesting to me. And um, I know I can't wear my Mara because it's going to be in the middle of July. And I can't wear, you know, the standard uniform that I've been in where it's the Mara and some leggings because that's not fancy enough. And I have my Charcoal Sierra, which is that just arrived like last week but that's not fancy enough and um i have my black la dress but as many brides would tell you they don't want you wearing black to a wedding so i'm struggling i mean if i black or shades of black and gray are like the key pieces in my wardrobe and i'm not sure what to do about it so it's inspired me suddenly to buy some dresses off of Amazon because I'm freaking out about it. And I want to have something in place so that I no longer have to worry about it. And so this week I'm going to have some dresses arriving. I picked one kimono wrap dress from Standards and Practices. Which, by the way, if you've never tried that line, I actually really like it. They have some really nice pencil pencil dresses, as well as some really pretty kimono wrap ones. So I got one, and it's like a gray snake skin, they say, but it actually just looks like an abstract print to me. Maybe it'll look different when I see it in person. Who knows? You never know until it arrives. But I can always return it if I don't like it. And that was like almost $80. It's shocking. Whew. So that's my major stressor right now. And um, I wanted to talk a little bit about, you know, this idea of being a centurion and maybe doing a capsule wardrobe after the break. 
Hey everyone, this is PK Anderson. I'm taking a moment to share. Um, I hope if you are listening to this podcast, you are also following me on Instagram or on Facebook because I'm posting photos of myself during the challenge, but I've also posted them on my, uh, my own webpage as well. So I wanted to share that information. So if you want to follow me on Instagram, you can find me. It's at PK Anderson author, or you can look for the hashtag LBD for 100 days. And those will bring up my photos as well from the challenge. Now, because this podcast is called LBD for 100 days, I have a Facebook group that's public that you can find that I'm also sharing photos and a little bit more content like um, some of the keto stuff that I'm cooking or my epic keto cookie fails. Because cooking keto, well, let's face it, I'm not a very good cook, but I'm trying. So today I'm going to be posting pictures of the magic cookies that I finally made that were super good and um, or like, you know, just things that are happening throughout the day. So you're welcome to follow me on that group as well. You just need to join the group and that is LBD for 100 days. If you are interested in the dress challenge, I really encourage you to check out the company Wool End. So it's the ampersand, not the A-N-D. You can search for 100 day dress challenge either on Facebook or on the web and you will find the company Wooland and um, their dress challenge. You start out wearing one of their dresses and you wear it for 100 days and you will get a $100 gift certificate to use on the purchase of another dress. And in addition to a dress, they have a laurel tunic as well that you could wear instead of a dress. But for me, I chose the Mara. It, it was hard to find ones. They're constantly running out of dresses and the sizes that you can wear. So if you see something and you have the cash, buy it because otherwise it's gone. But I actually have an Ellie dress waiting in the wings for me to get done with this challenge. And I, th I bought that one actually because I wanted to take it on cruises because I want to become one of those people that pack with a small luggage case. So anyway... Follow me on Instagram. I would love it. Um, I would love to see anybody else doing the dress challenge. And I will talk to you later. Hey, everyone. I'm back from the break. Um, okay. So this idea of a capsule wardrobe, I've been watching some women. So there's quite a few women in the challenge that are going to all natural clothing. So they are wanting to dress mostly in wool because it's sustainable. And then there's these women that post these guilt trips online about, um, you know, the fact that to really be sustainable living, you should be wearing out the clothes that you have. But what's an interesting phenomenon is this fact that you are wearing this wool clothing every day and it's like this miracle Miracle fabric, and you can hear my shitty kitty doing her zoomies in the background because I'm not paying any attention to her, so sorry about that. But so this miracle fabric is keeping me cool when I need it to, and it's keeping me warm when I need it to. It's just like really fascinating. So 
I'm worried, though, I could tell, like, we had a day where we went to 72 degrees, and when I got home, the first thing I did was peel off my Mara, and um, I couldn't wear, I couldn't wear it that evening. The house was too warm, and I was uncomfortable. So, I mean, it has its limits, and so I know that once I get into late, mid to late April into May, when I finish my challenge on May 21st, I'm probably going to be one of those women that's wearing it as my house dress, as well as my sleep dress, which I have a huge hang-up about nightgowns, so I'm not, I think I'm going to wear it as a sleep dress over pajama pants or pajama shorts or something, because I just don't. My mother has scarred me for life on nightgowns, and I will never, ever be able to wear them. So, this capsule wardrobe, is it possible? Um, So, first, I'm one of those people when I travel, I take way too many clothes, and I I take emergency outfits in addition to the regular outfits that I plan. So, I was very fascinated that this woman posted that she went for a weekend, and she just took her a couple layering pieces, so like a tank top to layer under her wool dress, as well as a scarf and a leather jacket, and then a pair of just plain black leggings. So she, her base look would be the black dress and black leggings, and then she's layering on some things for added warmth when she needs it. But basically, she didn't even bring an overnight bag. That was just all in her backpack, and then she just had her minimal makeup and... Yeah, boomsticks I would I would take. Um yeah, hallelujah for boomsticks, I love them. Um but I just couldn't believe it. And even when I took an overnight trip down to my in laws house, um I ended up still taking a suitcase. So I don't know how that happens. But and I was even thinking, Wow, this is so impressive because 'cause I'm packing so minimally, but of course I do have to take my sleep machine and that stuff, so, but I'm very fascinated by this capsule wardrobe idea, and I just wonder, how much is the right amount? How do you determine that? Because, for example, I wear a, I I just very androgynously at work. Um, I don't, I work where it's mostly men in the workplace, and I have found that if I wear anything that has too low of a cut in the front, and when I say too low of a cut, I mean like barely any lowness of a cut, or something that's too tight across the chest and still not tight by normal standards, just enough to show that I actually have boobs, um, I get very much unwanted attention because I'm usually the only female in any meeting. Everybody's staring at me out on the floor. I go out and talk to operators and they just stare at me and I don't like it. And so I developed a uniform where a lot of times I wear men's work pants, but that's because of the pockets and kind of an oversized polo shirt that just sort of swallows me in it. And I don't look feminine in any way. And that seems to have deterred the the looks 
up my chest all the time. And it's not like the girls are that big. I mean, they're no, they're not. But you're the only female out there, and I it makes me uncomfortable. So, for example, I have like eleven charcoal colored <laughs> polo shirts that I just rotate through. So recently I purchased, um, I found a blue polo shirt on sale that's wool, and I got rid of all my other blue polos, but I was like, would I be able to do this because black or charcoal gray or gray is like my favorite wardrobe color pick all the time? And Shitty is back. Hello, Shitty girl. Um, So... Would I be able to make it with just a black wool polo, gray wool polo, and a blue wool polo? I don't know. So it's going to be, I'm kind of interested in this. So, but my rule is, because wool clothing is so expensive, I am purchasing when they go on sale or you get a coupon code from the companies. So, like I was able to get one black t-shirt from Wolex. And I'm very excited to be able to wear it this summer. And I got rid of all my black t-shirts last weekend. We had a little bit of a hiccup there where I I didn't get it done over the weekend. But at the end of the weekend, my husband went off for a night shift on Sunday night. And I did, I purged everything and then felt so good when I went in for blood work last Monday with... um, the bags that I donated to Goodwill. So that's how I'm kind of downsizing my wardrobe, but I still haven't started tackling the boxes. So I would be curious what other people are doing. But also, I still want to encourage anybody, try this whole 100-day dress challenge. It's amazing how versatile. I wear these this dress like a, a tunic. I tuck it in to be just a regular turtleneck top. I use hair ties to turn it into a higher cut top. It's just amazing how versatile this clothing is and how you can really see. Granted, turtleneck top is probably not, but the willow, which is a v-neck, three-quarter sleeve dress, swing dress, or the Rowana, Rowena, I don't know how you spell it, say it, um, it is a long sleeve, just round neck swing dress. And it is amazing all the different way that, ways that women wear it. In fact, they even wear it as a shrug by turning it inside out and pulling a sleeve through the other way. It's just like really fascinating all the different things that these women come up with. And it's just a marvel. And you can see how flexible this dress is. So... I don't have a black Rowena dress on order. I do have a forest night one that's coming because I missed out on the black stripes and Kitty just bit me. Um, so I'm going to be curious how that all shakes out. So um, I have cat doing battle with me. <laughs> she's so mean. That's why, that is why she's called Shitty Kitty. Oh, my goodness. Anyway. So I'm going to stop this episode. I will try to check in in the next week or so and let me give you an update. But I would encourage you 
You can go to my webpage, PK Anderson Books, um, and I have my photo gallery there, and I post every weekend I update to bring my photos current, but it's a good way for you to get a look and a glimpse at all of the different ways that I'm wearing Mara, which isn't too creative because, again, it's a cheese dress with turtleneck and long sleeves, but sometimes I do mess with a neckline with a hair tie. Sometimes I put that right in the center underneath like an Amtar waist thing. But you can check that out. And so until next time.